You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I am so pumped. I got like a super squishy stress ball. Like it's one of those ones I can't explain. It almost feels like Gak. Who remembers Gak? <laughs> <laughs> and it came in a three pack. There was like a, a light pressure, a medium pressure and a hard pressure. They all feel the same to me. Anyways, Brad asked if he could have one. So I gave him the blue one, kept the yellow and the pink and I'm pumped just to sit here all day and fucking squeeze away while I'm getting yelled at. Squeeze away. Hi guys. Last night I was laying in bed watching Ozark. We started Ozark last night, watched three episodes, which is essentially three hours because they're all pretty long. And, uh, oh, I just broke the stress ball. Uh, oh my god, is this what's inside? I'm so annoyed. Oh my god, I cannot believe that just happened. I <laughs> I was like the peak of my day is getting the stress ball. And that was like the <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> And while I'm telling you about how excited I am, it explodes everywhere. I cannot believe that just happened. Purple like shit went everywhere, like Play-Doh. Oh my God, I'm so annoyed. I didn't even get to use it yet, for real. I just got to use it like for fun. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So where was I? My day's ruined now. It's nighttime. So the day's over, but I guess I just can't press my nails into it. I guess that should be obvious, but stress balls are different. Like there's some with like, there's like my other one that I have. It's not very good because I cannot like really get a good squeeze out of it. Um, But like if I dug my nails into it, nothing would happen. Like I do have nails. I guess I just need to be careful. Oh my God. Anyways, what was I saying? I was in such a good mood. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. Waited all day today for these goddamn stress balls. That's it. I'm leaving a review. I'm leaving a review. So we're watching. I'm really bummed right now. We were watching Ozark last night in bed. I don't even remember. what I Oh, yes, I do. And I was like, I'm craving a Jamba Juice. It's all I could think about. So today, this morning, I had a dentist appointment. It was terrible. No, I'm not going to lie. I like love my dentist. I'm sure I've talked about her before. She's my parents' neighbor. She gives me star treatment. She gives me a massage. She puts on Pandora that I want. She numbs me up times like a million. She gave me like this special mouthwash today. Um, it's great. I'm just always there for a long time. Like they had to measure my gut. Like they had to do measure my gums today. And she had to do all this stuff. So after I left, I went to the chiropractor. And then I came home to get a package that I had to send to my friend Becky in England. She got a couple things delivered or she got something delivered here from that wouldn't ship to the UK. And then I ordered her something that wouldn't ship to the UK. And then I sent them both to her. What a fucking clusterfuck. You have to send. First, I got the wrong package. It was going to cost like $60. And I was like, girl, bye. You can get it next time you visit America. (laughs) And then they they were like, oh, this envelope's more expensive. You need to get this envelope. And then I had to fill out a customs form. Like I was at the post office for freaking ever. And then every time they would send me back to do something else, three more people would get ahead of me in line. Like I was there for way longer than I wanted to be. And then uh, my friend Danny, who owns Bar Bliss, she we had plans on Monday. I had to cancel because I got stuck at overtime, stuck stuck at work with overtime. So 
we made plans to do something today. And I was like, do you want lunch? Do you want a Jamba Juice? <laughs> like, no one follows do you want lunch up with do you want a Jamba Juice? She was like, uh, I've only had Jamba Juice twice. Like, do they have food there? <laughs> and I was like, I just can't stop thinking about Jamba Juice. So I just like really want one. I was like, but we could get whatever. I was just like, let me know what you want. And then I'll go pick it up. So she ended up saying that she did want a Jamba Juice and I was freaking stoked. I went, they changed their sizes though. Like back in the day when I used to go, when I worked at Citibank, it was right across the street from the Jamba Juice on Alhambra. And um, the regular size was like bigger. Now the regular size is like, I guess, medium. There's no Jamba logo on it. Just like it looks like a trendy iced coffee cup, basically. Anyways, goddess Jamba Juices, drank mine in the car on the way back to my house. She came over, brought her adorable baby who's almost three months old over. It was the first time I got to meet him, and he's so cute. I mean, I didn't hold him because, first of all, I'm like, babies make me low-key nervous. I don't hold a lot of babies, so I'm just like, hi, you're cute. He liked me. He didn't cry, which was great. He was, like, smiley with me. He was so cute. And we just sat and caught up, and it was so nice. And then I took Benny for a walk. I did my work. Um, another thing that really, I know that I talked about the cigarette butts with Benny. Another thing that really bothers me is like the broken glass everywhere. There's this house that we pass and there's been broken glass out in front of it for at least three weeks. And so I have to walk Benny out into the street to go around it. And I want to knock on their door so bad and be like, hey, if you didn't live two miles away from me, I would like come get my broom and like mop this for broom this the fuck up. What, What would it be called? Sweep it, broom it. Um, I want to knock on their door and be like, fucking sweep up the glass. Like, why is it still there? People are walking their kids. People are walking their dogs. Like, uh, pick it the fuck up. It drives me crazy. Um, I just came home, though, and Brett made the best dinner. So we got this peri-peri sauce from Trader Joe's and just, like, forgot about it. It was in the pantry, and we both noticed it over the weekend. So we just tried it. And normally, I don't, I'm not really a chicken on the on the stove type of girl. It's dry. I don't like it. I mean, we make a lot of chicken, and I'm just, I tolerate it. Holy shit, this chicken was so good with this peri-peri sauce. Like, I'm obsessed with it. We need to go back to Trader Joe's and get more. Don't you dare go buy it all because that's a trend with you guys. I tell you guys about something. I share something with you and then that's it. It's gone. My massage girl gone. <laughs> There's been other things gone. Um, so good. And then we had um, baked sweet potato again and a little side salad. And it was whew, so amazing. Like Brett and I have been coming up with the most creative dinners ever. And I've been loving it. We've been switching it up a lot. Um, I feel like we've just had really good ideas and it's just made, it's made bath time so much fun. It's just made dinner time like fun and yeah, 10, 10 recommend. Um, you know, what's crazy. I was just talking to Danny about this day when she was over. We're talking about like bodies and, you know, just like food and weight and things like that. And recently popped up in my memories. I meant to talk about this for last week's podcast, but slipped my mind. Um, this memory popped up of me at Front Street, and I'm doing this promo. Um, if it's fixed, it's free. So that weekend at Front Street, if it was fixed, you could take it home for free. That, and so I was doing selling it like a like a used car lot. Hey, down here, Front Street Animal Shelter this week. If it's fixed, it's free. Nope, no credit, no problem. Like I was doing this video. I'm wearing these green jeans with my chucks, a gray shirt, and a leather jacket over it. I remember... Ryan at Front Street, he used to take a million videos of me. I would have him retake and retake and retake and a million pictures. Take another one, take another one, take another one to get the right ones because I I knew that with the videos, you know, I had to post it every week and then the pictures as well. And I didn't want to look disgusting. And I remember this this particular time I went to Front Street, I hated all the videos, hated all the pictures. I felt so 
gross and just overweight and just I felt disgusting. Those videos and pictures popped up in my memories. And I do not look disgusting and I do not look fat. And it just is like Danny and I were talking a lot about it today, how like some of the things that we see on like TikTok or social media are damaging. I'll never forget this. um, I think it was an ad or an article in like a People magazine. And it was all these girls and like their body weights. They were in like bra and underwear and like how basically just saying like everybody looks different, like don't pay attention to weight or whatever. But then you get on TikTok and you see these videos and it's like, this is the weight that I started at. And it's this girl that looks, you know, a certain type of way. And you think like, God, I weigh more than that. Like, is that what my body looks like? But every body is so different. And also, who fucking cares? Like, you just need to be I I wish that I spent less time worrying about like what I looked like. But I feel like a little bit of that is just from like how I was raised and you know, comments that my dad's made and how like I was brought up and, you know, his sisters in Indiana have always had health problems because they are overweight and they're always in and out of the hospital. And like my genes, as far as I go, like my dad is a pretty thin guy. Um, My mom was really tall and thin. My brother and sister are really tall and thin. And I'm like curvy. And, you know, I can't just eat whatever I want and not gain weight. Like I definitely gain weight and I definitely have gained weight in the past year. And it's something that I think about often because of the way my clothes fit or because of the way that I look. And it's something that I'm always wanting to work on. But with food, for me, it's become, since COVID especially, like more of an addiction. Like it got to the point at the end of 2021 where Brett and I, on the weekends like it was a given we were going to eat out like we were going to eat out probably Friday Saturday and fucking Sunday if that meant door dashing or whatever and it just got out of control but it got to the point where like when we were going to eat or order food I I wouldn't crave anything because we were having so much bad food all the time that it wasn't a novel like it wasn't a novelty anymore it was like fast food or not even fast food because we really don't eat a lot of fast food but like getting paisanos or getting macunis or getting Mexican food or getting getting a curry it just none of it sounded good because we were having it so often and I just felt disgusted with myself you know like we we during the week we eat really well and that would that would be my thing too like oh I don't understand why I can't lose weight like we eat so well during the week and then on the other on the other side of that, though, we were eating like shit on the weekends. So it definitely does cancel out the other. And also when we were eating dinners during the week, we were probably overeating. And that's just because like our stomachs had grown. Anyways, when I was in England, I, you know, had food poisoning, really lost my appetite. So I wasn't eating as much. And then luckily we got home and that kind of rolled me right into the new year. Like I had gone, I had to go get a physical for my work um, so I could get like money in my health savings account. Right before we went to England, like a couple weeks before, I didn't look at the weight on the scale, but Brett saw it and told me. I was like, thank you. I didn't want to know. So unfortunately, I knew what the scale said that day, and it was like really bothering me. Since then, I mean, I haven't weighed myself in like two weeks, but since like two weeks ago when I got on the scale, I was down like 10 pounds and just from making better choices and just not overeating. And, um, you know, before I've been like, Brett and I are doing Whole30. We're not eating cheat. We're not eating dairy. We're not eating um, grains. We're not eating this, this and this. And like it has worked for us, but it's just it's a yo-yo diet. You know, it's not sustainable. And one of the healthy things that I've recognized in dieting and with food and, and a boundary that I've set just from afar, thanks to Lindsay and the things that she posts and the things that she said to me, I just know I don't I don't think if it was for her, I would recognize those things and I'd probably still be doing the same goddamn thing. But I'm obviously not. We're making pizzas. I were, you know, I'm eating. I drank a Jamba Juice today. I have to be honest with you. I've been really cutting back on dairy like a lot. Like I've just been 
cutting back on dairy, cutting back on like I'm not eating bread. Brett is like a bread fiend. So like at dinner, he'd be like, do you want a piece of bread? And I'd be like, yes, I don't fucking need it. So I've stopped doing it. Um, Just making smaller choices like that, eating smaller portions. Um, I do really enjoy vegan cheese. So I've been, uh, dairy is one of my problems. That is like my main problem. So I'm finding just other areas where I can make changes. Like there's a vegan, like I like vegan stuff. Like there's a vegan pesto sauce that I really like. I don't know. Whatever I'm doing is working. I feel better. I'm more I'm more energetic. There was a period when we started walking Benny a lot, like at the beginning of the winter season where I like couldn't go on a walk. Like everything hurt. Like I felt like I was just like so out of shape, so out of breath when it should not have been like that. And I'm in a much better, different place now. And I really feel like the way I didn't wasn't even planning on going off on this tangent. I really feel like the way that I'm doing things now is just creating healthier habits for me going forward. I feel like right now I'm not doing anything unhealthy. I feel like I've dumped some things from our pantry that weren't serving me. I feel like I'm reading more labels and just making myself more aware of what I'm putting in my body. And I'm not um, denying myself anything that I want because I'm like on a diet. You know what I mean? Like I still have to live my life and I feel like it does make me more excited when I have those treats. Like when we have Saturday night pizza night or like this Saturday we're going to go to the movies and have dinner. Like I'm excited about that and it feels exciting again and like I'm looking forward to it because it's a novelty again. Like I've I'm I'm excited. We don't eat out that much anymore. Anyways, I just got into a really unhealthy space the past couple of years and I'm trying to like reverse the damage that I'm done that I've done, which is hard. Um, but it's also hard feeling like I want to hide from the world, which is basically how I felt the last year. Like I'm like, I don't you you anyone that's been here for a long time knows that I'm like the queen of front facing rants on Instagram. Like I used to post a t- I just am not doing any of that anymore because I'm uncomfortable. And so I'm trying to get back to the point where I don't feel like that, although I know that, you know, what I look like or like my weight shouldn't have any bearing on how I feel. But unfortunately, that's just the fucking world that we live in. You know what I mean? So that's that's on that. I feel like I said that a few times last week's or last week's episode. I just listened to part of it today and I'm like, oh, that's on that, huh? That's on that. I don't even know where I got that from, but that's on that. Um I'm going to post the picture that I was talking about where I thought I was overweight um, at What the Chuck podcast. You can see how just delusional I am. But I feel like that's everyone at every point in their life. Like, God, you like look in the mirror and you're like, oh, and then three years down the road, you look back at you at that moment and you think like, what was I thinking if I only would have embraced it? Because our bodies are ever changing. We're aging every single day. You know, things don't look the same. I'm never going to look how I did when I was 21 or 18 or whatever. That's I'm never going to have that body back. Like period, point blank. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, how much I'm working out, our bodies change and that's just the fact of the matter. Um, so yeah, I was on my walk today. Speaking of walks, I was listening to the Caller Daddy episode with Amanda Knox. And I'm very, I, I know that I watched, I obviously know who Amanda Knox is. And I remember Brett and I watched a documentary not that long ago. But then I also feel like, was Amanda Knox the girl that had the alien wedding? Or like something weird? Or is that someone else? That's the thing. As I listen to her on the podcast, she seems very sound mind. But for some reason, I feel like she was like taking donations for an alien wedding. So I'm very confused. But I have like 20 minutes left. We're still at the point where she's in prison. And so I'm very curious as to how kind of that took a turn and how she got out and 
because I'm, I'm unclear. It's been a while since we watched anything on it, but it's a really good episode. And I feel like Caller Daddy Girl is being way more conversational. Like she's still, you know, doing an interview style or like a, you know, question based interview style with her. But I feel like it's way more conversational. And I also feel like Amanda Knox cannot be the alien wedding lady because she sounds just like so normal. But the story is just in- interesting. I mean, I just I just can't imagine. I just cannot imagine. And thinking that this could really happen to anyone is just fucking terrifying. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely listen to that if you haven't done so yet. Um, Bachelor from this last week. I'm, I'm kind of behind because I watched it late because I had forced overtime. Um, I fast forwarded through a lot. It's really boring right now. Like the one on one dates. I don't care yet. The group dates. I don't really care. Clayton bothers me. So the really only part that I watched was Shanae and her drama. And what's crazy is I've always wondered what the what the lead thinks when they watch their season back. And Clayton, did I already say this last week? I don't fucking know. Clayton had said in a tweet. Let me pull it up because I took a screenshot of it. I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about this. But Clayton actually tweeted about the episode when he was watching it. Um, and he said, oh, boy, what I was being told then and what I'm seeing now is watching is like watching two different movies. And yeah, you think it is so bad. The things that she's saying, like when she was crying to him and then she did the interview, like, can you believe it? I was actually shedding tears. Can you believe I actually cried? Like what in the world? I can't believe the producers weren't like saying anything to him because normally when someone's a villain, it's a little more sly than that. They're not like completely outing themselves as the villain to the cameras. Like, yeah, they know that they're mischievous and like have those villain tendencies, but they're not flat out saying like, yeah, I just lied to him. Those tears were fake. Just crazy to me. I feel like she honestly has no brain cells. I'm not saying that in a way because I feel like she's offensive and annoying. Like, I honestly feel like she's an idiot. Like, I don't understand how she has a job, how she has any friendships, because she she sounds dumb. Period. Point blank. Dumb. Thursday. I am so fucking itchy all the time. It's basically been since we were in England. At least that's what I can remember. So I thought that maybe like the laundry detergent there was making me itch. But since we've been home, I've still been itching. So I thought it was maybe the laundry beads, but we ran out of laundry beads. So it has to be the dryer sheets. So Brett is like a, um, a Nate, not a name brand, an off brand buyer. So like if there is Kirkland dryer sheets at Costco that are a dollar cheaper than the bounty, he's going to go ahead and get the Kirkland brand, which is fine. They smell good, but I'm pretty sure they're the culprit and we still have a ton left. I'm like, we can't, I can't, I'm itching. Everything itches on me, my legs and my, oh my God, I'm, it's driving me crazy right now. I just am itchy. It's terrible. So yeah. And I feel like this happens every once in a while. And like, we have to make an adjustment. Like my, I'm not normally sensitive to like lotions or anything like that, but something is making me itch and I've been itching for like two months and I'm fucking over it. You know, what is not good warm egg salad. So Brett has a long journey ahead of him tomorrow. He has to wake up at like 2 a.m. to leave for work. And um, I, so he's made himself like a lunch and he, I just got home from my walk with Benny and he was like, do you want to try the egg salad that I made? And I was like, no, because I can, the house smells like a fart. So obviously there's going to be still warm and I cannot eat egg salad warm. And so he's still forced to bite on me and it was so disgusting. And now it's all I can taste. So I just cannot wait to have dinner. Hi guys. I just took Benny for a walk and Woo, did you hear my neck crack? Holy crap. So I have my AirPods on noise cancellation, right? So we're walking down a super busy street that we like to go. We go the same route every single day for our walk. And all of a sudden, Benny jumps. And then I look up and I see something standing over me. So across this big, big 
big long street, busy street, is just fences. People's backyards are backed up to it. And Brett's talked to me about this before, but I've never seen it. This pit bull is standing up on something that's on the other side of the fence and half of its body is hanging over the fence. Like if it jumped down, it's a long jump. It would hurt itself definitely if it jumped over. But all of a sudden I look up and it's barking at me and I am not kidding. I've never felt so close to a heart attack. I was so scared. It startled me first of all. It looks like it's able to jump over. So I was just like freaked out. Benny's not going to protect me. That's for sure. So I had to call Brett and I was like, I finally saw the freaking dog. And so now I'm going to be super paranoid every time we walk by. I am so cautious when we're like walking in the street, like before I cross any street, because I have the noise canceling headphones in, I always look behind me to make sure there's no cars coming from any direction. But I'm not like looking up at the top of a fence line to see if there's dogs about to hurl over. Oh, it scared the living daylights after me. I finished up the Call Her Daddy Amanda Knox episode, and I did some research last night. Amanda Knox definitely is the alien wedding girl, so I'm, like, so confused because she seems so, like, normal um, in this podcast. I wish they would have gotten into a little bit more how she was exonerated and got out, but they kind of skipped over that. Anyways, now I'm listening to the Cassie David episode of Call Her Daddy, which is less interesting because I'm not getting a lot of the references that they're talking about. So I'm just like, okay, some of this is funny, but I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, I've been really enjoying my, my walks, my walks by myself. Brett's been getting super offended though. Cause he's like, I want to go on a walk. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. He's like, why don't you want me to go on a walk with you? I'm like, cause I just enjoy zoning out. It's so nice. Also when I'm with Brett, like he has longer legs, they walk super quick and like, uh, yeah, it's probably a better workout, but I just like, I just, I'm strolling. I'm strolling. I'm strolling. I was upset because I was going to go for a walk with my sister-in-law, but because Brett has to wake up super early, she couldn't go till late, and then I didn't want to come home and wake him up. So anyways, um, I went for an earlier walk because Brett and I are going to go to bed super early because he has to leave for work, and then I have to wake up a lot earlier now tomorrow because I'm going to have to take him for a walk. You know what else I'm about to do tomorrow? Get a Jamba Juice because I cannot stop thinking about it. So I got a Razzmatazz the other day, and I didn't realize that they had like different type of milks there now. So I'm going to try a peanut butter mood tomorrow with oat milk. And I, it's all I can think about. Like, I can't decide if I'm going to door dash it so I can get it like early in the morning when I'm at work or if I'm going to pop there on my 30 minute break. Like, I just haven't decided yet, but nothing gets me more excited than the thought of this. Like, I'm, I don't know what my deal is, why I cannot get Jamba Juice off the brain, but it's all I can, like, I'm fiending for it. Like, it's, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why it's happening, but it's happening. Um... Okay, so I've been thinking, I was getting my lashes done the other day, and I was like, hey, I've been meaning to ask you, my friend Violetta's been wanting to get her lashes done by you, and every time she asks me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll ask her on my next appointment, and then I never remember to ask you, and the reason I don't text you is because you're a terrible texter, and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, Erin, you're the worst. I was like, you never text me back unless there's like an appointment coming up. I'm like, so I just don't bother texting you because I feel like you're not going to get back to me. Pause, I have to drink some water. Some podcasts have ads where they try to sell you things that you don't give a fuck about. And I have really disgusting mouth noises in the middle of my podcast. And I hope you enjoyed just I hope you enjoyed that water break <laughs> sponsored by. Um, so I my friend Danny was here the other day. I was telling you guys about that. Actually, she was here yesterday and I was telling her about how I had this idea after talking to my lash girl. Um, and I was telling my lash girl that she was a bad texter. And then I realized in that I'm a bad texter. 
And I was telling Danny that I had this idea for like misconnections on my podcast. Like I might not have texted you back um, to your last text, but I'm going to respond to you on my podcast. So if you're waiting for a text back, listen to What the Chuck podcast, and I'm probably going to reply in like verbally on this podcast. And so Danny was like, I love it. It's like a modern misconnection. I'm like, oh my God, that's the perfect addition to like the misconnections. It's a modern misconnection. It's not on Craigslist or wherever it used to be. It is verbal and it is on the What the Chuck podcast. So um, I'm just going to go through my text messages and see if there's any modern misconnections or people that I need to respond to that I haven't responded to. So my friend Amanda, she texted me, um, let's see, Tuesday at 5.30, this video um, of employees walking out of a Vacaville Noah's Bagels after their general manager was fired. Everyone quit at the same time. Amanda, I watched it, but I watched it in between commercial breaks of Brett and I watching TV, so I wasn't able to respond. That's freaking wild. Let's see. Um, my friend Becky, she was asking me how I was. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I can't. Becky is my friend from England and she texts me, texts me midday when I'm like at work and I literally can't. So sorry, Bex. <laughs> my bad. Um, okay, let's see. My friend Sierra, she was telling me where we're going to meet up on Monday for her fiance. Oh, yeah, that's my friend that was engaged. It was my friend Sierra. He put a ring on it. Anyways, it's his birthday on Monday. So they're going to go out to dinner and then we might potentially meet up for drinks. She told me where they were going. Noted, Sierra. Thanks for that. Thanks for following up. Um, Fran, her and I were texting about her kids. Um, I don't really have anything to say because I have no experience in that department. That's probably why I didn't respond. Sorry, Fran. <laughs> okay, let's go back. I know that there's some from like a while back. There's one specifically that I remember I didn't respond to. And it's so bad when I get to it, you guys are going to be like, ooh. Um, let's see here. Oh, my friend Sylvia, she's always talking about how my poi, my podcast, my podcast, like make her day. And um, she always is says like the sweetest things to me. And I love her. And I wish we had like more opportunities to hang out. But we're both so busy. And so the last message that she sent to me um, was really nice. Just saying that she hopes that the year started out right for me. And I just girl, same. I love you. And I miss you. And I hope that we can get our dogs together soon um the one that is bad oh here's a real bad one this is even one I was thinking out thinking about to my friend JFO she sent me a voice memo that I still have not even listened to let's listen to it now actually let's not just in case <laughs> um but we were she sent me a list of the themes that she was thinking about for her son's second birthday party and I chose too fast too furious too fast for yo man I mean obviously that's the obvious choice but then she sent me um, a Marvel themed and I was like okay I love that even better and the last text that she sent me well if you guys are bored consider that your invite and I just never responded asshole asshole I'm a dick I'm a dick so here's the one that I thought of what I was thinking about my friend Michelle who now lives in Georgia texted me this is so bad texted me because she was she got married then they moved and they were going to come back here and have another wedding but since COVID you know on the rise again they decided not to but they still came back and like visited with their friends and invited me to the party like the to skip the wedding just go straight to the party but I couldn't because it was on a Saturday and I work so she said we're going to be going to Lagunitas the next day on Sunday it would be a nice drive we could like hang out at the brewery our pups could hang out and I was like oh my god yes let me talk to Brett when he gets home from work I that was on January 13th and I was laying on the lash table thinking about all the people that I didn't text back. And her last text to me on Thursday, January 13th at 2.16 p.m. OK, I would love it so much. Lagunitas is all outdoors. So we could act a fool if he needs to because I was talking about how crazy Benny is. 
Never followed up. That weekend has come and gone. She doesn't live here anymore. I'm an asshole. No, I, I can't even. I can't. Okay, I'm just. This week, it was worse. When I thought of this idea, there was a bunch of people I needed to text back. So um, these are modern day misconnections. I'm thinking about getting another voiceover like thing to insert here with like some noise, like maybe some music. Maybe I'll have the first phone sex lady do it. Modern misconnections with Megan Rage. I don't know. It's a work in progress. So I just had dinner with Brett downstairs. I took a break and then came back. He didn't even know it. I just picked up mid text message. Brett yelled at me that dinner was ready when I was in the middle of reading Michelle's text message. And I was like, what? And then I went downstairs like, don't interrupt me when I'm recording because I literally have to read you everything now. Anyways, we're cleaning up after dinner and we're talking about how I have to wake up and take Benny tomorrow. And I'm like, where does he normally go to the bathroom on your walks in the morning? Because I need to know how far I need to walk him to go to the bathroom because he won't go in our backyard. He only goes on walks. And so Brett's like, you know, the house like with the guy that does the window tinting. And I'm like, yep. And he's like, he goes on his lawn, but only if it's frozen. And then I was like, you know where he went today? I was like, you know, the house that had the camcorder in the front yard forever, just abandoned with like a videotape on the side. And Brett's like, oh, yeah, I know that house. This house is like three miles away. So it, we are land marking the neighborhood based on where Benny takes a shit. Let's just let that sink in for a second. And that's what Brett and I talk about at night. That is what we talk about at night. You know, the house that had the con- that's where Benny went was, oh, wow. He, he made it that long without going. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like, that's what we talk about. Um, today when I was at work, I was like, Hey, thank you for calling. I didn't say, Hey, I said, thank you for calling. But beep, my name's Megan. How can I help you today? Like, obviously I did it in my normal customer service voice. Okay. Let me do it. So you guys get the vibe. <clears throat> thank you for calling. Let's just pretend they're calling about their bill. Thank you for calling. My name's Megan. I understand you're calling about your bill. I'd be happy to help you with that. That's exactly how I do it. Okay. Super friendly. All these inflections. Fucking annoying. And this guy was like, Megan, you're in the wrong industry, girl. He was like, you should be a radio host, that voice. And I was like, if your girl only now. He was annoying. I could tell I was going to be annoyed by him, which is why I didn't say like, I do do that. And also like, I just know who's a creeper and who's not. And I was not about to tell him. And he ended up being an asshole. So I'm glad that I didn't say anything. But isn't that funny? I get that sometimes. It doesn't happen very often. This is probably the third time it's happened since I've been there. But I'm like, yeah, sir, I should be in radio. Thank you very much. I mean, I am. But, you know, I should be in radio fucking full time. Um, I have something coming up. And I don't really know how far deep and I want to get into it as far as, like, ideas and what I think it's going to be like. But I talked to my friend Danny um, from Bar Bliss. And we were talking about, you know, just, like, business and our goals for the year and things like that. And I was talking to her about how after I had that message about doing a fan meetup, I had a bunch of other people say that they would be interested in that. And then we got to talk about – then we got to talk about, like, doing an event, like, an event – where Barbless is there, where I have some vendors there, and we do like a full-blown Sunday Funday What the Chuck meetup. And there's something in the works. I'm having a meeting this upcoming Wednesday. So get excited. Going to iron out some details, going to brainstorm, and then I'm going to throw it to you guys with what it is, but just know something's coming. We're thinking about mid-March, and I'm really excited. Obviously, this isn't, this is just, basically what I said is, I've never thought about this before. When that, when I got that message, I was like, no, I, I'm not, I can't do a, 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 a meetup. And Danny was like, well, how many people listen to your podcast? I was like, I don't know, like, you know, like 300, 400 per episode. And she's like, do you have 300 to 400 friends? And I was like, great point. <laughs> you're, you're right. I do not. I probably have like 
a handful of close friends. Some of them live out of state. So yeah, I guess a lot of people listen to the podcast. Not that I'm expecting 300, 400 people to show up because obviously, first of all, plans give me anxiety. The second I make them, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so great. And then when the plans are approaching, I'm like, uh, regret, regret. And then whenever I'm hanging out with someone, I'm like, this is great. I don't know why my anxiety does that to me. I think that my free time is just so precious that when I make for when I make plans with other people and I'm like taking up some of that free time that I have, I just have anxiety about not having any more free time. And especially because my Wednesdays are dwindling down, like I'm having a, a that meeting on Wednesday and I already know I'm going to have anxiety about the meeting because we're going to be planning something. It's just on my off day. But anyways, um, something's coming and I'm really excited and I don't know if I'm way off mark here being like, we're going to have, I'm not calling it like a fan meetup. I'm just like, we're going to have an event. We're going to have a what the Chuck event. It's going to be my first one. And I don't need sponsors. I don't fucking need this podcast to be on a site to do some hella cool shit. Okay, so get ready. Friday. I am a disgusting human being. So I am obsessing over Jamba Juice this week. I don't know what's wrong with me. I have no clue. Can't answer it. All I was thinking about yesterday was how Brett was going to be gone today because he was gone all day and how I was going to door dash a Jamba Juice first thing in the morning, okay? It, had Brett been here, he would have been like, no, I'll make you some eggs or just like, I'll make you a coffee. Anyways, I've been looking forward to this for like a full 24 hours, probably even longer. So this morning, I was kind of debating like, should I drive there on my break or should I just get a DoorDash? I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get a DoorDash, okay? So I am a razzmatazz girl to my core, but I had a conversation with someone the other day about a milkshake and I was like, they have like chocolate Jamba juices with like peanut butter and banana in them. So I got one of those, like not really knowing what to expect, not, not, oh, 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 not knowing what to expect and I got a large because obviously. So I get it delivered, it comes at like 8.48, maybe earlier than that. I'm not really sure. Actually, no, it had to have been before that. It comes at like 8.30. And I take a sip and it is like a, I've never had the chocolate ones before. It's like a straight up milkshake. So here I am drinking like a large milkshake at 8.30 in the morning from Jamba Juice. I was full all day. I didn't get to eat the cold egg salad. Brett had to wake up for work at like 2.30. So he left which means I had to wake up at six to take Benny for a walk because Benny only takes a shit unless he's out on a walk. So I had to wake up. It is freezing that early in the morning. Everything was cold. The lawns were iced over. I do not like walking in the dark like that, although I just got followed by two different people walking in broad daylight. So I don't know which is worse. I was one of them was like a FedEx truck coming up super close behind me. And I was like, can I help you? Um. Anyways, so took Benny for a walk, went to work, had my had my milkshake, didn't have lunch, did three loads of laundry during work today. I don't know how, like kept getting it done on my little breaks and like micro breaks or whatever. Just got off work, took Benny for a walk. Um, a lady was not holding her dog strong and hard enough and it she let go of the leash and it came running across the street at Benny and I, hold your fucking dogs. Um, I always look behind me when I cross streets and good thing I did because this lady, this little old lady was driving with one eye open, super close to the curb. And Benny like walks in the curb slash in the street. Sometimes people are just wild out there anyways. And now we're here. Now I'm here. I've basically done nothing today. Today's been like a pretty chill day. I mean, I worked obviously, but I've just been sitting here chugging along with my stress ball, giving it a good squeezy squeeze. 
this thing's great. We get in trouble for like mousing too much. Like if I use my mouse too much, like we get talked to and they're like, how are you going to improve your mouse strain? And I'm like, what the fuck? So this has really been helping me take my hands off the keyboard and off the mouse and I just squeeze away at my desk whenever someone's pissing me off. But I'm so scared I'm going to pop this one. So I don't, I mean, I squeeze hard and I have nails, so it's kind of hard to avoid. I mean, great topic of conversation. I knew I had nothing to talk about today, but my goal was this week to, to, to do an entry every single day, and I've been missing Fridays and Saturdays, more so because I had tattoo appointments. Anyways, here's something. So I've been listening to Call Her Daddy. I like the intro music that she has, but I went back because I wanted to find the episode with Chelsea Handler. I used to be just as obsessed with Chelsea Handler as I was with Bob Saget. And I knew that she had an episode with her. I, I think this is like the first episode that she did when she was strictly on Spotify because she makes a couple a, like mention of that in the beginning. But the episode is so awkward because um, first of all, she repeats herself a lot. I also noticed there's this point where she was rambling and I noticed the sound change. She definitely cut herself off and inserted her getting to the fucking point. Um, And it's very obvious, maybe not to everyone else, but to me that that's what she did. Anyways, she kept repeating the same things to Chelsea. Like, oh, I I, like I've I oh God, what what did she keep saying? She said it so many times you'd think I'd remember it, but I don't. Um, And also she asked Chelsea straight up if Chelsea knew who she was. And she was like, I mean, I know you're a comedian. Is she? I'm not a call. I've never really listened to any of her episodes without like a guest. So is she a comedian? My podcast is labeled comedy in on Apple Music and stuff or on Apple Podcast. I remember at the time, like, there not being a lot of options. Like, are, is Alex Cooper a comedian? So Chelsea Handler was like, I know you're a comedian. Like, I know your podcast is called Call Her Daddy. Like, that's really all I know. But is Alex Cooper really a comedian? Anyways, it was a little bit awkward. And I felt like Alex Cooper was fangirling a little bit too hard over Chelsea Handler and also insinuating that she was old. So I'll never forget. Last year when I was getting ready to interview Nelly, um, his people were in contact with me via email and they were like, you know, don't make any mention of like how old he is or like, wow, your music's come so far. Like basically he had an interview recently where she was like, I grew up listening to you like when I was a baby and like he didn't like that shit. And I felt that that's kind of how she was treating Chelsea. I feel like Chelsea wouldn't be as sensitive to it, but she's like, how does it feel adjusting as a comedian with social media in these days? I I just feel like sometimes like sometimes she sounds really smart but sometimes she sounds really dumb and I'm like I'm embarrassed for you so anyways that's my take on call her daddy I'm about to give one of her episodes without a guest a stab because I don't know what her vibe is like I don't know what she talks about on a week-to-week basis when there isn't a guest she just had some really interesting guests that I've been like intrigued by which is why I've listened to those episodes but I'm about to take a listen to an episode just by herself because I don't know what she talks about. And there's also like lots of backstory, like with her old co-host. I know something went down. I remember that being in the news, but I don't know what it is. So while I was on my walk, I also listened to an episode of the bitch Bible part two of her, of Jackie Schimmel with Alex Cooper. And they were talking about that a lot and I didn't really understand what it was. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm tired. Brett's tired. We both woke up earlier than we're used to. I'm really fucking hoping that I get off early tonight or tomorrow. Sorry, excuse me. Because Brett and I want to go to Costco. I haven't been to Costco in so long. Like, I just want to get more dinner ideas. I want to walk up and down the aisles. And then we have tickets to go see Spider-Man tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. I'm so freaking excited. Like, I'm the tickets are bought. No going back now. We're finally going to go watch it. And I'm pumped. And then Sunday, we're going to take Benny to a different dog park. So when we first got Benny, we took him, or when he was able to go to dog parks, the first one that we took him to was the one that you can see from how, I think it's like off university. Anyways, 
he likes grass, which is why we never went back to that one because it was all dirt. But I think we're going to go back to that one because the people there were nice. It's a lot smaller, just like better vibe in a better like area. I don't know. It's not as nice as the Bradshaw one, but I just don't. I'm not. I'm not doing that again, especially because past two days we've had dogs, the dog, the pit bull that was over the fence and then the dog today that ran across the street like Benny can't he doesn't like it. Social anxiety. So hopefully that works out for us because I really want to take him somewhere where we can like throw a ball. I was thinking about taking him to my elementary school because my elementary school is like closed in. Like if we if we took him to the backfield, like. I mean, obviously he could run through the school to get out to the front of the street, but it would, I mean, he would have to run a long way. I don't know. I'm just so nervous about stuff like that. Like what if he got the zoomies and just like ran through the school and we couldn't catch up with him and we lost him? I don't know. Tell me I'm crazy. He's not a cat, but I can't, I don't know. I still get worried. Saturday. Look at me showing up on a Friday and on a Saturday thriving. I just got off work and I was like, already in a bad mood, obviously excited to work. But I go downstairs and Brett's like, you have to take Benny for a walk because I have to do this, this and this. And I'm like, I already showered and washed my hair for our movie night tonight. We're going to the movies. And he was like, well, I have all this to do. And I'm like, I just got off work. I still have to do my podcast. And so now I'm just crabby because he's like, well, I can take him. I'm like, he doesn't need to go for two walks a day. We cater to him too much. He doesn't need to go for two walks a day, but he won't go to the bathroom unless he's on a walk. I know I said that a million times this week, but I mean, it's just so ridiculous. I just want to be off right now, do my hair, relax without having to worry about taking freaking Betty for a walk, then taking another shower. My hair is going to be not cute now. Anyways, hi. I had a really weird dream last night. So I had a dream that Brett and I went to King's Skate. And this girl that I went to high school with, Heather Brown, was there with this other guy that I used to date named John. And Heather pulled John and Brett aside. I wrote some of this down, so I remember. Pulled them aside and, like, somehow – it's not very clear. I just wrote bullet points down. Somehow got money from them. And when Brett was – Brett came over to me on the rink, Avi, and was like, I just gave Heather $7,000. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. So this is the part. It's so weird how dreams are so vivid in the morning. And then like I even said the dream out loud in hopes that I'd remember it. But it goes away. Why is that? Why can we remember other things but not dreams? Anyways, for this COVID testing machine, basically. But and they were promised to get return on that, like 7,000 plus whatever. And so they buy these machines and then they they also get tons of goods with it, like to keep them healthy, like Gatorades, vitamins, fruits and vegetables. They basically get like trucks full of supplies to keep them healthy so that when they're showing this COVID testing contraption to people, it's coming back negative. I, I don't really know. Anyways, I was pissed. Then they were supposed to do this like thing in Tahoe with it, like some big showcase. And I was like, I'm fucking going. You aren't going with Heather Brown by yourself. Like I was super jealous and just out of control. And then it hadn't, uh, and I would br- bring it up to everyone. I was like, Brett gave Heather Brown $7,000. So <laughs> I'm going to name this episode Heather Brown. No, because what if she sees that? She's going to be like, what the hell? I don't think that she would see it. Let me write it down just in case. <laughs> I don't think she would see it, but like, I don't know. Anyways, um, so I'm telling everyone that Brett has spent $7,000. So this other guy that I used to know, somebody that I used to know, um, Taylor and his girlfriend, who I've never met, they come over to our house. We live in like this super 70s, like wood paneled, everything like dark 
house. Like, you know, the cabin from This Is Us, this is us. it looks like that on the inside, like in my dream. They came over with their two kids. They don't even have two kids in real life. And they're visiting, right? And so I'm telling them all about how Brett did this $7,000 thing. There, there was more detail about what they were talking about. But then all of a sudden, my dad and my stepmom come in and they're crying because their electric bill is super high. And so they're telling us that we have to turn off all the lights. So my dad turns the lights off on everyone. We're just all sitting in the dark. And then in my dream, my friend Taylor and his girlfriend were nurses and they had like some emergencies. So they had to get their laptops out. They were just like super old clunky Dells. They got them both out and like plugged in all these cords to respond to this email, why one wasn't enough, I don't know. My dad comes in and slams the top of the of the laptop down. He says, what are you doing? You're not using my electricity. And then I woke up. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what caused any of that to happen, but it was the weirdest dream and it felt really long. And when I woke up, I'm not kidding, I remembered everything. Like I was telling it all to Brett, who was only halfway paying attention, but... Anyways, there's a new hot felon. So remember Jeremy Meeks, the hot felon out of Stockton that then became super famous, um, knocked up the air to Top Shop. Top, I was going to say Top Golf. Knocked up the air to Top. Oh my God, I almost just said it again. Top Shop. Left his wife and kids because he was rich and famous. Got all these modeling gigs, like worth millions now. Well, there's a new hot felon. He was on TMZ. So I started reading the article because he was pretty cute. And I get to reading and he's from Brett's neck of the woods, like in England. What are the odds of that? He's from North Yorkshire, I believe, or South. What did I? I sent it to Brett. Anyways, I sent him the picture. I was like, do you know this guy? And he was like, yeah, it's been all over like the whole news, which is where he's from. And he was like, I think I played a get rugby against him, but I, I don't know him. He's literally on TMZ complex like he's everywhere. And he's from where Brett lives in England. What are the odds? I'll put a picture of him up at What the Chuck podcast so you can see. I need him to smile, though. I need to see those teeth. If you know, you know. Okay. There's a really cute. So I was going to do this whole rant on Instagram today. So I went to Snapchat to see if there were any cute filters. And there was this really cute one that gave me blonde hair and a hat. Like it wasn't one of those filters that makes you look ridiculous. I was thriving. And so now I want blonde hair again. And I want to be hat girl again. Brought that, bought that hat. Never worn it once. Not once. The reason I was getting ready to do a front-facing rant on my Instagram is because this party, this meetup, this hangout, this What the Chug podcast event is in motion um, big time. So I was talking to Danny today and we were talking about other possible venues, possibly in Midtown. And so I just wanted to get a feel for you guys and what you were thinking as to if you would go to an event like this, if you would pay for an event like this. Another thing that was brought to my attention is uh, some of my listeners do come from England. So that really does have an impact in my numbers. So I need to take that into account here. Like I am just going to feel bad if I like if I do this and like 15 people show up. You know what I mean? Like I want to make it worth it for everyone. So it seems like so far a lot of you said that you would go. Actually, no one said that they wouldn't go. And three people have said they wouldn't pay. So my rant was going to be just basically an explanation that this isn't for profit. Like I'm not going to be making any money off of this. My goal is to have vendors there, people that I've mentioned a lot in this podcast. And obviously they're just not going to make shit and give shit for free. So the ticket price would pay for their services. So you'd come to this event. There would be like a photo booth. There would obviously be like decor. It would be cute and fun. And then Bar Bliss would be there. So you could get craft cocktails. Um, My friend Violetta would be there. So you could get baked goods. There's a couple other businesses that I'm planning 
planning on reaching out to. I want to have it catered. Um, if you can take a guess who I'm going to be approaching about that show. Um, and I'm going to reach out to some other people as well. So it's going to be like, it's not just like you're paying a price to come say hi to me. Like you're paying a price for goods. Um, you know, I would like to do a swag bag thing as well. I just don't, my merch right now isn't the best. So I would like to get better merch before I get, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know if that would be incentive enough, you know, stickers and merch. I was sending stickers for free at one point. So, um, anyways, I don't know if I made that clear. So I don't know if the people that voted no would still feel the same way if they knew that. Like you'd be getting fed, you'd be getting drinks. I just don't want to. You remember that women of sack brunch that was happening in Sacramento? Sorry about it. I think probably didn't speak on this for so long, but it was it started out with great intentions and then it became some bullshit. Like, I'm not trying to have you get that vibe from me. I also am very self-aware and humble. Like, I do not think that I'm Chelsea Handler. I do not think that I have enough following to like throw this big of this big event and sell tickets. I'm just really doing it because I can't. You know, I want to, I just, I can't, I, I'm not, I, I understand. I, I just, I just want to get a good feel for if people are interested because I really want to do it. I have some really great people behind me that want to be involved so far. And I think that it can be great, but I just get nervous because I've never thrown an event. This is not in my realm of, of skills. So I have a lot of concerns and I just want to make sure this is something that you guys are interested in and you're just not gassing me up for no reason. So with a little background, um, let me know, like reach out to me, send me a text, send me a DM. Let me know how you're feeling about this. Honest opinions. Like I want you to be dead honest. If you're like, Megan, we're in a pandemic. I have a job. I can't pay like $20 to go to this event. Let me know, like be candid with me. That's what I'm looking for. That's why I'm asking these questions. I don't want you guys to just gas me up. I want you to be real. So slide in my DMs and let me know. Um, so I was in my team meeting yesterday and my manager was basically talking to us about our whole team about like career development or whatever. So there's one guy in my class that's hella funny. He came to my team late. So he wasn't always on my team. Like he didn't start with me or anything. Um, and he was like, Hey, uh, so I'm asking for a friend by the way, but like if we apply for another position, are they going to get drug tested? (laughs) My boss was like, what they you just said your friend and then you said if we apply for another position are they going to get drug tested she was like yes you can drug test it if you apply for another position He's like, oh, okay just asking for a friend and so anyways it's been this hella funny thing in my team now everyone's like great we're all gonna get random drug tested now because this one guy had to say something about drug tests and it's just fucking hilarious i'm asking like when people say asking for a friend, like normally it's in a joking way, but he was dead serious. Like I'm asking for my friend. Like he was really trying to play it off as if he was asking for his friend, but he wasn't. He was not. Brett and I did a test run. Well, when I say Brett and I, I've been at work. Brett did a test run today for painting. So we've, we're fully, fully committed. We are going to paint the house. It is going to make the house look so much better. And we're going to do it ourselves. We're going to take it room by room, start with all the small rooms first, the bathrooms, and then we're just going to do it like one room a weekend until it's done. If we, we start in February, once I have weekends off again, we could finish by April. So Brett did a test run today on the, our bathroom door. He painted it. It looks freaking great. Obviously, painting wood and painting walls are different. Actually, JK just learned that today. I had no idea. But it looks so much better. And we're going to paint everything. Like right now, our walls are like this weird beige color and our ceilings are white. We're going to paint everything white. We're going to redo all the baseboards because the baseboards look like shit. And I'm just really excited because I really think it's going to make this house just look so much better than I feel like it already does. Brett is not impressed with this house anymore. And we're all like a fresh paint job is going to do it for you. 
And I truly believe that this house, it's going to add so much in the value, like so much. Right now I look at the walls and I'm like, ooh, the guy that lived here before had kids and it shows. So I'm really excited that we're going to start doing this. I'm excited that we're taking on this project. It's not starting in this weekend. And I'm so excited as well because we're actually going to watch football tomorrow, which I'm not typically interested in. But after those games last weekend, I am interested. We're going to cook ribs. We're going to eat ribs all day and just watch football. And I'm actually really excited about that. Like really excited. Um, another thing that I've been really wanting to pull the trigger on, you know, those it's called like Willow and West and you send them pictures of your pets and they do like this, they frame it and it's like cartoon or whatever. I've been getting cute when I was unsubscribing from all my emails. I somehow didn't unsubscribe from them. Maybe they weren't in my inbox that day, but they've been sending me a coupon for Valentine's Day and I really want to get one of Chuck and Benny and I want to frame it and put it in my office. I want to put more things on the walls in my office after it's painted and I really want to get one, but it's expensive. It's like $150. And I'm like, am I ridiculous? Am I paying too much for something that's not worth that? Like, could I make that myself? Honestly, it has their faces. I'll put a picture up of what the Chuck podcast of what it is. I'm sure there's been, if you have an animal, there's been a targeted ad on Instagram where you've seen it. But also my friend Brie texted me the other day. She was like, have you seen the People magazine with Bob on the cover? I'm like, I've seen, I know it exists, but I haven't seen it. First of all, I don't go to the store that much. I don't leave. But also when I went to Rite Aid the other day, they didn't have it and I really wanted it. So today I got an email that there was a package coming and I was like, hmm, what could that be? My bo- I did order a Bob Saget sweatshirt. It's not here yet, but it hasn't even been shipped. So I was like, what could this be? So I got it today, opened it. Brie sent me her People magazine. Like she got, got one sent to her house. She sent it to me so that I could have it. And a long time ago, Brett got my Sacramento magazine cover as well as a picture of me and Chuck from inside framed at Michael's. It was like $500. It was so expensive. So I know that I'm not going to be able to do this right now, but I really want to frame the magazine cover with the picture of me and Bob and put it up in my office. I love pictures. I love collecting. And that's another thing. My sister sent me picture frames for my birthday, I think. I still haven't put anything in them because Costco shut down their photo center and that's where I printed photos. I love pictures. Like I love looking at pictures. They honestly bring me so much joy especially when I'm sitting here getting yelled at. Like, I love looking around right now. I barely have anything on the walls. So these are my goals for the year. Print pictures, get that Bob Saget thing framed. I got to keep it in good condition until then, like not fuck it up. I haven't even read it yet. I was realizing today when I was flipping through it between calls, like I haven't looked at a magazine, like flip through a magazine in so freaking long. Sunday. Just opened my Instagram because I'm like constantly checking due to the polls that I'm posting about the possible event that's upcoming. And I log back onto my regular Instagram and I see that I have a message request and I open it. It's from June 20th, 2016. How I check my like in my like spam folders on Instagram like all the time. I check all my folders. How did this just pop up? Right now from 2016, it says, hey, you probably don't remember me. I was your Lyft driver way back when I was doing it a year and a half ago. I remember me. I remember you telling me you work for 102.5 and was seeing if me and you can connect on some things regarding my nonprofit organization called The Unforeseen. We follow you on IG and would love to connect. How funny would it be if I wrote back now? <laughs> Honestly, how does that even happen? 2016, it's 2022. That is wild. I check my folders all the time. That's the only message in there. Maybe he like deactivated his Instagram for a while and then brought it back. Also, do not remember that. I mean, obviously, I don't remember my Lyft. I remember a couple Lyft drivers. 
that I had, like one that was really nice. He used to play baseball and lived in Sacramento. And then he tried to sell me like life insurance later. <laughs> but I definitely don't remember. I mean, it's funny. Like, was I just like, like, hey, I work for one of two. How embarrassing. Anyways, like, how the fuck did that come up? Uh, maybe I was OK to I, you know what I to give myself the benefit of the doubt because I was definitely I used to get uncomfortable when people would be like like when I remember when Cody and I would go out a lot. People be like, so what do you guys do? And it would be like awkward because then they're just like, oh, do your radio voice or like I just felt about cringy. So I bet you he was dropping me off at like an event that I was doing for the radio station or something. I don't fucking know. Can't say can't speak on his profiles block. So I can't see his face. I don't know what he looks like. Hi, guys. So finally went to go see Spider-Man last night. I cannot believe that I lasted over a month without seeing any spoilers. Like, I knew nothing that was about to happen. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil it in case some of you want to go see it still or haven't seen it. But it was so good. Like, everyone that was saying that it was the best Spider-Man movie and one of the best Marvel movies, I get it now. It was so good. I had to go to the bathroom at one point because Brett and I were living it up. We got, oh, I was so bummed. Okay, let me walk you through it. So we get there. And all week, I was so excited to get a soft pretzel with cheese. I get there and they don't have any. Well, they had one little box of pretzels, but they're different now. They don't come with cheese. And like, I have to have the cheese. They look like they had been sitting there for hours. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get popcorn and a large cherry Pepsi. Oh my gosh. So get the popcorn, get the large cherry Pepsi. Brett gets a hot dog and a couple of beers and we go sit down in the theater. I was the first one to get tickets for this show. So I got the pr- cream of the crop um, seating. I like to sit in the second stage of the theater. So not in like the first portion, the second portion right behind like the handicap. So like we're in the front, but not like the front front, like in the aisle. So that's where I like to sit next to an exit, of course, because I get skeeved out at the movie theaters, always will. And so it was great. So we go sit down. I stick my hand in my popcorn bucket and it's cold. It's like not even a little bit warm. So I'm annoyed. Also, I got a medium popcorn. It was this huge bucket. I, I mean, I maybe need a few handful. I didn't even scratch the surface on this tub of popcorn. And especially because it wasn't warm. But I fucked that cherry Pepsi up. And so we're like an hour in and I'm like, great, I have to pee. I'm like, if I don't go, I'm going to be thinking about the entire movie. I could probably hold it, but it's going to hurt. And then I'm just going to be thinking about it. So I run. I come out of the theater like action movie playing or action music. Dun, 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 dun. And the guy looks at me and the security guard. He's like that way. And I run and I catch up to this girl who's walking at the same time as me. She's walking so slow. I'm so close behind her. And she like turns around and looks at me. I'm like, walk faster. Pee, run back. I was like, did I miss anything? And Brett's like, yes, you missed something big. So I was like, great, tell me. He's trying to whisper to me. I can't hear him. Anyways, it was so good. I'm not really going to really get into it just because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But I had to hold back tears on two separate occasions. When I cried during Endgame, Brett was like, are you crying? This is a movie. And I was like, yes, I'm crying. And I got emotional more than once last night. But I was holding it in for like I was fighting for my life to keep those tears in because I didn't want to get made fun of. So, yeah, it was really good. And we came home, watched an episode of Safe, which is what we're watching on Netflix right now. We've been watching a bunch of these English shows. It has the guy from Dexter in it. He plays an English guy, but he's really American. Brett was like, is is Dexter English? Anyways, it's all these shows by the same author. So we recently just watched another one by the author. We've This is like the third show that we've seen on Netflix by the same author. So we watched an episode downstairs, watched an episode in bed. I fell asleep. I'm going to need to catch up on that before we watch more tonight. 
And then I was thinking about rehashing all the Marvel shows on Netflix, like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, because there's a little cameo in Spider-Man from Daredevil. And I was like, oh, my God. And Brett was like, wait, what is this? I'm like, you would fucking love those shows. I'm so mad that all those got canceled. They were so good. I remember just like binging them when I became like a Marvel fan. Or I think I think what did it is when I was on the morning show with Jay, Jay was like, you remind me of Jessica Jones. And I was like, what? And he was like, she's unimpressed by everything. And she's just like perma annoyed and at the time I was like that and so I was like yeah I like I want to see I want to watch that and then it sucked me in and then I watched all of them but it's been so long and I feel like when Brett first moved here he did watch a season of one of them but I don't know which one and he vaguely remembers because last night when Daredevil was on the TV he was like wait a second I know that guy what movie is he from I was like he's not from a movie he's from a show so I was really excited to go to bed last night because this morning I was going to wake up with Brett. We were going to take Benny for a walk. Then I was going to go to Costco. So Brett went to Costco yesterday. But I was like, I haven't been to Costco in so long. Like, I want to go. He's like, look, I'll go to Costco today. I'll get all the big things that hurt your back to carry, like the toilet paper, like the big awkward things. And then you can go tomorrow and do like the rest of the shopping. So I was pumped, right? Go to Costco today. There's nothing like I got some cauliflower linguine because we've been really wanting to make like a chicken pasta. I got some bok chow, bok chow, (laughs) bok chow. (laughs) Some bok chow. (laughs) I got some bok choy. Oh, my eyes are watering. I got some bok (laughs) choy. Is that going to be the name of this episode? Oh my God, I got to write that down. You know what's great? As I said last week, I can never remember anything that I've talked about. I can never think of a title. I can just never remember to like tease the episode. So in the description, it's always just like, well, good luck. I have no clue what I said this week. So I want to be more organized. Um, I'm going to hopefully create that thing on Canva. And I also want to have better titles. So this week I've been writing like basically every topic down that I've talked about. And um, I have like four or five running titles right now. So anyways, I got some bok choy. Now I'm second guessing myself. Bok choy. Yes, that's what it is. Um, I got some almonds, some of those blue diamond, like naked almonds, like garlic and herb. I want to get chicken wings, but they didn't have any. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and maloney, chicken and macaroni. Um, I got some avocado. I got... Fizzy water, some Waterloo's. I mean, I really didn't get anything. I went up and down every aisle. There was nothing that I wanted that was appropriate for our, you know, I mean, of course I would go fucking ham on some crispy chicken sandwiches, some boba ice cream. Like there was shit I wanted, but um, nothing that I got. So I like spent barely any money. We had a $111 check from Costco from our membership from last year because we bought that TV. Um, and I didn't, I like got $37 of that back anyways, but while I'm going up and down the aisles, cause I'm literally going up and down everyone. Cause I'm like, wa- I'm like, I gotta, gotta check burning a hole in my bag. Like I'm trying to spend some money today at Costco. I did get a sweatshirt and like some, um, like tights to walk Benny in. Cause I, all my like workout clothes are older and I just need more options to take Benny for walks in. So, but that's cheap. You know, Costco clothes are so cheap. I did get this really cute sweatshirt from there a long time ago. I've been wearing it a lot. I wear, I'm wearing it right now. It's like purple leopard print, but they had a green one, just plain green. And so I got it because it's the comfiest sweatshirt. It was like nine bucks though. Anyways, 
walking up and down the aisles and I feel someone looking at me and I like turn my head and it's somebody that I used to know that I used to hang out with quite a bit that like literally got like it wasn't a I didn't date him like I just used to go out with him and his friends all the time and like yeah I'm sure there was like flirtation at times but anyways he got a girlfriend and years and years and years ago and like unfollowed me off everything like we couldn't we weren't allowed to be friends anymore oh we can't we can't be friends okay tight Unfollowed me off everything. Haven't talked to him. Don't ever think about him. Haven't thought about him in years. Anyways, we're like, I'm like locking eyes with him now. And his mask's down so I can fully see his face. And I'm like, oh, maybe he doesn't realize who I am. But no, he does. He's he's looking at me. I can feel him looking at me. So I'm like going up and down the aisles. And I keep seeing him like through the wood crates at Costco with all this like through the sugar. Um, I just keep seeing him and I'm like, great. Um, this is really awkward. I would like to get out of here now. I was trying not to. I was looking past him like I a court. If, if, he probably thinks I did not see him because I looked right through him. I did not make any any type of indication that I recognized who he was. Nothing. I just kept it fucking moving. And then I had to go to Brett wanted me to look at the clothes at Costco to find him a pair of jeans because he has to go back to the prison this week. And there was nothing. There were joggers. But he was like, no, I need like something like slacks or jeans or something. So he sent me to Old Navy. I went to Old Navy and I got him a pair of black jeans and they look so ugly. Like I brought him home. I was like, sorry, this is the only thing I could find. He puts them on. They're actually (laughs) they're actually pretty nice. He's like, I would wear these out. They're like black jeans. Um, Yeah, they look really good. So I went to Old Navy, bought myself a couple things, bought a pair of biker shorts for the Peloton um because I don't have good ones um these look like really sturdy I didn't try them on and then I got just like a bunch of bedtime tank tops and a couple shirts to wear to bed because your girl loves some comfy clothes these days and I love a matching pajama set love no more the bleach stain tank top look when I go to bed I love a matching pj set so I got a pair of black shorts two black tank tops and then I got two like nightgowns and then when I went to check out like I just assume everything at Old Navy's cheap you know what I mean like I'm just like what is it six dollars I go to check out and I'm talking to the girl while she's ringing me up and I look down at my total it's almost two hundred dollars and I was like um excuse me I was like can I check out those price tags for a second and so she slides it on over and the the nightgowns were $25 a piece. I was like, oh no, we don't want these. I was like, I thought these were like $12. So she took them off and it was like, I spent like 80 bucks at Old Navy, but it was all like good stuff. Like I'm so excited for the bike shorts. I'm so excited to get comfy today after I do all my shit. I'm about to be lounging to the motherfucking max. Anyways, I get home, I unload everything and Brett's making us this really good um, potato salad. We're going to be cooking ribs. He's already cooking ribs. He asked my brother's best friend, who's also our neighbor, how to cook really good ribs without a smoker because he has a smoker and he cooks the bombest ribs. If you came to my wedding, you know, post oak, he used to do all the like brining or whatever for all the meats. That place doesn't exist anymore. RIP. Um, but yeah, he just knows how to make all the meats. So Brett got all the tips from him. So he put ribs are in the oven right now. Then he's going to barbecue them. And then we're going to just have potato salad and ribs all day. Um, I don't know why I'm suddenly interested in football. Like I, I know nothing, but I'm like, it's exciting to watch. I like the Chiefs and I like the 49ers. So that's who I'm hoping wins. And right now it's looking like that's going to be the case for the Chiefs. So 
Anyways, Brett's making the potato salad and he's like, whoa, we need paprika. So I was like, do I have to go to the store again? So I go back out to the store. I go to Save Mart, which is right by our house. Um, And when I was unemployed, I was at Save Mart literally every day, sometimes multiple times a day. I walked in and I realized I hadn't been there in months. It smells like a bell pepper in there. Like it's like... I, I can't explain it. Anyways, I walked in and it it felt like the first time. I felt like I hadn't been there literally forever. I'm surprised I knew where things were. So got the things that we need, the paprika, got some bagged salad, came home. And now I'm doing this. And when I came home, Brett was outside talking to the neighbor. The neighbor, the drunk neighbor, he does not come out in the winter. He hibernates and the weather's nice today. So he's out. He's washing the car. And he said to Brett, I watched the Australian Open and Brett's like, cool, I'm not Australian. He thinks he's Australian. Every time, every time he sees him, good day, mate. How's things down under? And Brett's like, I am from England. And so um, he's like, oh, I watched the Australian Open. And Brett's like, right, this is going to be my opportunity. He's like, yeah, we got to go home to England um, to see my family this year. And the guy was like, aren't you Australian? And Brett was like, no, I'm from England. He was like, well, aren't those close to each other? And Brett's like, no. <laughs> Comes in. He's like, I fucking hate that guy. He will have this conversation with him for the rest of our lives as long as we live next door to them. Because, I mean, it's already happened like 20 to 30 times. He's, he says he thinks he's from Australia and he's always drunk when they have this conversation. So he never remembers. So, yeah, it's been a nice break. We've, we haven't seen him in months, but freaks come out at night. The freaks come out when the weather's nice. <laughs> so I um, had a couple people that took my poll that said that they would not buy a ticket to the event. A couple of them didn't live here, so I don't understand why they're voting. If you don't live here, don't vote. Thank you very much. So when I pose a new question, if you voted no, let me break it down for you. Would you have voted yes if food, drinks, like, were going to be covered? Like, you're paying for your ticket to have these these things once you get in and everyone's so far changed their vote to yes. So fingers crossed. I'm really scared of failure, guys. Like not for me, not because it would hurt my ego because I'm very uh, aware (laughs) that it's very possible like 15 people could show up. I just feel bad about getting other people involved and then it flopping. Like that's where my embarrassment or my nervousness comes from. So sorry if I keep asking these questions and hounding you guys for the next week trying to really figure out and gauge who's serious because um, I just don't. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I've never done anything like this, so I'm nervous. Hey, you guys, have I mentioned that Benny (laughs) doesn't go to the bathroom unless we're taking him for a walk? Okay, tight. I've probably mentioned it every day this week. Perfect. I was on my walk last night thinking like, please, mental note, don't bring that up again in this week's podcast. Met it locked in? Is it locked in? And then I'm like, oh, I should just bring it up again just to be funny. I should bring it up every episode until the end of time. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be great? Would you like that? Monday. Just because I refuse to give up when I've been doing so well this week, I'm doing an entry. But I mean, you really can't make this shit up. I, you can't make it up. You know what I'm about to say? It's Monday. Think about it. It's mandatory overtime Monday. I was even joking with my friend Kristen last night. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get it tomorrow. I was like, that's me manifesting my fate. Hopefully me speaking it into existence or, you know, talking about it doesn't jinx it. That call cue was over a thousand. There was a five at one point six hour wait on the phones. Like, it's laughable at this point because, like, what the fuck's up with Mondays? I now understand, like, why they're restacking all of our shifts because, obviously, they keep forcing us when we're off at 3.30. My new shift keeps me there till 5.30. So they've obviously, they're, 
increased, the call flow is increased and they need to fucking supplement that with more people on the phone. I don't know. I was like, I even said into my team today, I was like, it's mandatory OT Monday. Someone was like, shut up, you're jinxing it. And I'm like, no, dude, it's already, it's going to happen. Look at the call queue. And then it did. And then it did. And so, I mean, I should just expect it at this point because it's happened. I mean, I said this is the fifth Monday in a row, but it might be even more than that because my paychecks have been fat now for a while. (laughs) I'm really not about to do it now. I mean, I'm never going to. I just can't. Someone on the phone today was like, oh, it must be so terrible to do these calls back to back to back. And I'm like, yeah, if you wouldn't. I was supposed to be off three and a half hours ago. Thank you. I just can't. So um, I <laughs> said this podcast episode was going to be very long. Hopefully this one day de- doesn't damage that. The only thing I had written down to talk about today is the fact that J- <laughs> this is very on brand for just my, this. My whole tone when I tell you this is just very on brand for my day. Jason Momoa was added to the cast of Fast and Furious, which is just I mean, it tracks. I mean, Jason Momoa, Vin Diesel, The Rock, they all have like really magic vibes about them. Like, yeah, Jason Momoa is good looking, but he's he's magic. Plays Dungeons and Dragons for sure in his free time. You know what he doesn't do in his free time? Spend time on customer service. Oh, and you know what? My dad sent me the phone bill this month. Thought everything was fine after my fiasco last month with AT&T. No, there's one day from when we were in England on this bill, and it totals like over an extra $100. It says that Brett made a 17-minute international call. Like, AT&T is going to hear from me. It ain't going to be today, though. Brett was like, on my lunch break. Can you call him on your lunch break? No, Brett. I cannot call him on my lunch break. Why don't you call them on my lunch break? I don't know when they're going to get talked to, but it ain't about to be today. They're probably not even open. I just don't, I don't even, I just don't want to, you know, I hate being on the other side of the phone when like, I don't understand. I think about that all the time when I'm talking to customers. Like it makes so much sense to me, like my job and what I'm explaining because I do it. I wish that I had the knowledge of every process of the phone company, of the utility company, of the water company, of the cable company. I wish I had all the knowledge of all these companies and understood the process for everything so I would never have to call. Imagine if we could all be so fucking smart. Tuesday. I was going to start recording right after I got off work, but I was in such a bad mood. I was like, you know what, Megan? Go take a walk first. And I'm so glad I did. Got some windy ass fresh air and I feel so much better. Right as I was leaving the house, I um, obviously I locked the door and everything, but I go out the side gate and I was nervous about it blowing open in the wind. So I was like trying to shut it, but Benny was pulling. So I was just like, oh, forget it. And I started to walk forward, rolled my ankle immediately, sat down on our driveway, was crying. <laughs> And then I had to stand up and go on the walk because at this point, he's already in his leash. He's already in his collar. He knows we're going for a walk. I took some treats along with me just to practice better, like, walking etiquette because I was watching a TikTok about, like, how to always keep their attention on you. So I need to lock down some some words because I was kind of mixing it up, which I know can be confusing. But anyways, we were walking way longer than normal because obviously we were stopping and doing treats and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think that I really want to work on more training with Benny now that he's a little bit older and can pick things up better, hopefully. I don't know. And also, he's just back to hating his food again. So I really think that he needs to be stimulated, and I feel like making his food fun is a way, a good way to do that. There was, towards the end of the walk, he was spitting out his food because I mixed a bag full of treats and food. That little fucker would kind of swish the shit around his mouth, figure out which one was the treat and which one was the food, and spit the food out. So at least 
I got him. I had there was a cup of treats in this bag. Almost all of it's gone. So I know that he at least ate more than usual. He's just not, he hasn't been eating again. And it's really Brett's fault. Brett's like, I can't deal with it. I'm like, I honestly don't want to hear it because you just you're the culprit here. You mix cheese in his bowl. You mix freaking God, no eggs in his bowl. And like, yeah, every once in a while, like Chuck gets wet food every once in a while, but not every day. Like he was doing so well when we came back from vacation, a little chubby. But now um, it's like we've taken 10 steps back. So anyway, so glad that I went on a walk after I was done recording yesterday um, for like three minutes. By the way, when I started today, this podcast podcast was already at 111 minutes. So you're welcome for this extra long episode. After I was done recording yesterday, I did all my shit and then I was checking my email and this girl from Liturgy Me keeps emailing me. So like two years ago, <clears throat> maybe a year ago, someone from Liturgy Me reached out and wanted me to be a brand ambassador. And it was pr- actually it was like when I wasn't working. So I was desperate, desperado. And I was thinking that Liturgy Me was the robotic thing. I'm sure I did an episode about this. And then it ended up being like a, an $11 contraption that you can literally buy from Target. So I wasn't that excited about it anymore. And then they kept sending me things every month and I was supposed to post about it, like mugs that said Liturgy Me, literally the shittiest quality mugs. And so I just stopped posting and they honestly stopped sending me gifts. So Julie is my contact and she's been blowing me up saying, just want to make sure that you're still interested in the 2022 Litter Cam- Litter Genie campaign. We'll send you a gift every month and then you just have to post about it using hashtag Litter Genie. And I have like eight, me- eight emails from her. So I finally emailed back yesterday. I was like, I am no longer interested in participating. Fucking leave me alone. My God. I don't even use the goddamn Litter Genie. I got one for my dad last year for Christmas. He threw it away. He puts his cat shit in a bucket, which is just beyond me because a Litter Genie really does keep the smell out. We keep ours in the garage and I use it from time to time but normally when I'm dumping Chuck's litter box do you care I'm gonna tell you anyways I do like I have a method and the litter genie just isn't part of it like sorry I don't want to store my dirty cat litter in a trash can in the garage okay okay I digress also last night when I was doing my work I hopped on Facebook to post something and to log into the station Facebooks I first have to log into mine so at the top of my Facebook I, which I don't really cruise that much anymore I did post a status recently but I mean whatever um top of my page was a status about it was a euphoria article which by the way we watched this week's episode and it feels pointless like Vinny from Jersey Shore pointed that this was a really shitty season and I kind of agree like nothing's really happened like what happened happened this episode Nothing. Really, honestly, nothing. Anyways, I see this article about Euphoria and the music. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. Then I look at who posted it. And it's this girl that I worked at Starbucks with a long time ago when I was like 18. And she's an editor on Euphoria. I started creeping through her Facebook page. She's like worked on massive movies. I looked up her IMDb. She has like an insane portfolio. She worked on so many TV shows that I watched so many movies. She's been on like Dexter. Not that I watched Dexter, but that's like a big one. Anyways. Um, yeah, she's like a, an editor on Euphoria. I don't really know what an editor does, but impressive. So then I started following her on Instagram. I'm like, hey, Laura, remember me from Starbucks? No. Okay, cool. Um, Brett was taking the shower last night and he was like, do you know what I want for my 40th birthday? I was like, what? He's like a hair transplant. I'm like, no, we are not doing this. He's like, I want you. I want to go to Turkey and I want to get a hair transplant. I'm like, this is not happening. You're not you don't have the patience for that. You have to sit like upright for like a month after you get it done. We're not I'm not going to Turkey to give you a hair transplant. Think of something else because that is not happening. Um, Also, last night, I've been trying to like 
you know, get back into the groove. I had a couple days off. Well, not a couple days off. Brett basically sabotages me. Brett has gone back to full blown just eating whatever he wants because um, it, like I said, when he doesn't eat, he just it affects it fucks him up. So He's been eating whatever he wants over the weekend, got sour gummies that he was feeding to Benny and to me. And I'm like, I don't even want any. And then he kept saying, do you want a soda from 7-Eleven? I was like, no, I do not want a soda. Do you want a soda? Do you want a soda? I was like, no. And he brought me back a soda anyways. And guess what? That thing is still sitting in the fridge because I refuse to touch it. So last night we used the leftover ribs. We used this cauliflower pasta that I got from Costco that stunk up the kitchen. Like it stunk so bad. He made like a sauce with this vegan Alfredo, um, some mushrooms, some onion, the leftover rib meat. And. And the, these cauliflower noodles, okay? It smelled so bad, but it tasted so good. That was my bowl. His bowl was these noodles with shredded cheddar cheese on top. First, he asked me permission. He's like, can I add cheese to it? And I'm like, no, no dairy. So he put ch- cheese on top of his and then sliced up an entire French baguette. An enti- I had a half of a French baguette with butter on it. His plate was just stacked of pasta, cheese, and bread. He kept saying, are you sure you don't want some? I'm like, yes, I want some, but don't ask me if I want some. Quit doing this. You're sabotaging me. Um, I wish I would have taken a pic- picture of his plate, but I was so hungry I couldn't even focus on it. And the food didn't look good. Like the pasta looked disgusting. We kept looking at each other like scared to take a bite. And we finally did. And it was really good. The pasta just stunk so bad. So I told you guys that... Um, I made like myself a little list so I wouldn't forget anything. I told you guys that I've been working on something that I wanted to make my Instagram look more like uniform and I wanted to like make a graphic with my this is what's on this episode of what the Chuck with like a little tease on it. So my friend Aaron so graciously helped me set up some brand kits on Canva and basically gave me like a quick little rock through of how to use it. So since then I've I've created a brand kit for Fuego and for um, the country station and last night I created a brand brand kit for What the Chuck. The problem is some people have it and some people don't. Like Canva, I'm sure, is something that you can learn to use over time. But it's like being an artist or like being a graphic designer. Like you have to have an eye for this stuff, which I don't I don't at all. So I made something on Canva, put it up on Fuego, got zero likes, took it down. Made something else on Canva last night. And I knew it didn't look great, but I was like, this is good. So I put it up. And it got like three likes in the course of like 30 minutes. And then I took it down. And as I was looking at it, I was like, it looks like a five-year-old did this. So then I tried to do one for What the Chuck. You're see, you're going to see it. I'm going to put it up at What the Chuck podcast. It's probably going to be the very first picture. And um, it also is going to have the picture of the stress ball in it that has all the... Chuck is literally meowing at my door. He's been wanting attention like crazy just because Benny is constantly at our sides. And I give Chuck a ton of attention. Every night Chuck cuddles with me. But he just meows at the door. Just meows and meows, meows, relentless. But then if I open the door and let him in and shut the door, he's going to panic that he's locked in here. So I have to leave it cracked. And then Brett can hear me and I can hear him and it's just a whole goddamn mess. Anyways, so I tried to do a Canva last night for my podcast and after about an hour of me simmering on it, I sent him to Aaron with like hella laughing faces. She's like, I mean, I would just make some minor tweaks. I'm like, Aaron, it is so bad. Like, I just don't get why I can't do anything artistic. I want to make the What the Chuck one better because it has like a bunch of little blur. Like, you know how at the beginning of Ozark, it has those four pictures and it's like, that's what the episode's about. It's like pictures of what's going to happen in the episode. I kind of wanted to do that for What the Chuck, but obviously without pictures, just with words, like keywords that are involved in the episode. However, the graphic that I made looks like a five-year-old did it. It's so bad. And I wish that I was better. And I wish I had more time to practice or like watch YouTube videos. But it's I feel like I'm a lost cause because I'm just not good artistically 
you know, like that. So you'll see it. I'm going to try to improve it at least for What the Chuck, but it's embarrassing. Like Hector Fuego, he makes graphics for the page and they look so much better. I'm like, what What am I doing that's different than you? Like, I don't get it. He also puts like a picture of himself on the pictures that he posted, which I don't feel necessary to do because I truly feel like there's some people in radio and a lot of people are like this that post something and they need to like get credit for it. Like it has to come from them. There are also a lot of like self-promoting people on radio that also promote like their own social media pages. And I don't do that because it's not about me. It's about the station. It's about the brand. So you should always be pushing people to the radio station page. So like I don't feel the need to really put my Instagram handle or like my picture on anything that I post because I don't I don't really want to direct people to my page. I got enough shit going on, which brings me to my next point. So last night I watched The Bachelor in bed super late after I get all my shit done. But it's nice because I could fast forward through all the commercials. And it starts out wild because I just cannot believe that he sends Elizabeth home. Like she can't believe it. We can't believe it. The girls couldn't believe it. It was absolutely wild. I fast forwarded through the horseback riding because I couldn't listen to that girl say I'm a pilot anymore. Like it's just really hard in my industry. Nobody takes me seriously. And I'm just like, oh, shut the fuck up. I just cannot deal with it. Right. I'm a pilot. I'm a pilot. We get it. So then the group date with the bachelor bowl happens and the one girl i forget her name marlena she keeps talking about how she's an olympian it's i'm a i'm an olympian i was an olympian and so i sent out a harmless little not even live tweet because it was so far after the fact and i basically said well i didn't basically say this is my tweet if i hear i'm a pilot and i'm olympian i'm an olympian one more time and then i did the arthur fist as the little gif funny, right? It's just like a am live tweeting. It's Twitter. It's what people do on Twitter. They talk shit. They live tweet about shows. They live tweet about sports. They live tweet about music. So that's just how it goes. So I go to bed, right? I go to bed. The whole episode besides that is pretty much a throwaway. Um, I can't wait for the women tell all because Clayton's already talking about that as well as some of the girls to kind of air all this dirty, dirty laundry out. Clayton has issued an apology to Elizabeth saying that if he knew any of this was happening, obviously it wouldn't go- it wouldn't have gone the way that it did. He um, he made a statement. I mean, I didn't read all of it, but it just, you know. I mean, I'm not going to pull it up. You can fucking find it if you want to see it. If you're even watching this season, which I feel like a lot of people aren't. Okay, I go to bed. Rest my little eyes. Okay, wake up this morning. And my tweet has been quote tweeted by Marlena, the Olympian. And she said, I'd be mad if I was average too. With a yawning emoji. So I'm dead because I didn't tag her. She was obviously looking at hashtag bachelor tweets and found it. Or she was looking up bachelor, also keyword Olympian, which kills me even more. And I'm not even mad at this tweet because um, that's fine. She can call me average. At least my identity isn't being an Olympian. And like, what's your actual job? Like everyone has accomplishments, but I'm not like walking around like, I mean, uh, hi, um, I interviewed Nell. Hi, my name's Megan. I interviewed Nelly once. Hey, my name's Megan. I won $60,000 for Front Street. Hey, my name's like, I'm just, you know, you don't lead with that. How about make, how about make that not your identity? So um, she's, so she, she says, I'd be mad if I was average too. I'm dying. I literally take a break five minutes after I've been at work to go, stay, go downstairs and tell Brad, who doesn't really care. Someone comments and says dead. Someone else comments and, and said, said, yes, queen. Someone else comments and said, we love to see it. Someone else commented and said, she said what she said. Someone else commented and said, sis, talk yo shit. Um, there was a couple other people. Um, same as people hating on I'm a chef and influencers. Like, who are you really hating? 
Um, someone said, you rock and deserve more screen time. Um, someone said, stunning response. What a queen. <laughs> someone else said, screenshotting your follower count before it skyrockets to Marlena. Someone said, let her ass know, Marlena. Someone else said, you tell him, baby. Someone else said, like to report a murder. Someone else said, you were such a badass this week. Pretty sure you can do better than Colton. And someone said, you mean Clayton? <laughs> um, a lot of periods, you tell him, queen. I'm average and very mad is what another person said. Someone said, ooh, got him. Someone said, let him know. Someone said, got him. Someone said, cleared. Someone said, girl, I want to hear it now. Hear it more. It's now my love language. Someone said, get her, Jade. Um, there's way more comments on this than there was this morning, like way more. And so I just went ahead and commented and said, okay, this made me laugh. Now, I don't know if she realizes that I commented as in the one that sent the original tweet. I didn't want her to think like I'm actually laughing to be like sarcastic, like, ah, ha, ha, very funny. I was actually laughing like it was funny. I never intended her to see it. Like, I'm just tweeting about The Bachelor like of the rest of America. Like, let me fucking live. OK, so um, I said, OK, that made me laugh with hella crying emojis. And um, she liked it. And then someone said, women cannot brag too much about their accomplishments. I'll listen to it all day, which I mean, ugh. Women supporting women. I get it. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. I support you. It's great. You're an Olympian. You're a pilot. Good fucking for you. But can we get more than that? Like, can we know about your personality traits? Can you tell us a little something else? Because I'm fucking sick of hearing it. Do you want me to like you? Show me more of your personality. Okay. Anyways, was not expecting this to blow up the way that it did. Some guy ended up responding to the tweet that I said, not not to her quote treat, quote tweet. It's actually a guy from Sacramento. His name's Terrence. He said, do you know how to figure out who's a pilot? Don't worry, they'll tell you. And I said, they're the people on the back of the plane, right? And I, I specifically spelled plane, P-L-A-I-N. And I was going to leave it like that, but I was worried that he would actually, like, he's so, so fucking, people are so fucking stupid butting in. He's like a 50 year old man. I was so worried that he was going to think that was real because he obviously doesn't know how to work social media. So I, I also put, oh, wait, is it plain or plain spelled it both ways? Maybe you can help. And he never responded. I mean, he's 60, 68 years old. He's going up and going up in age. He looks about 80. It's going up and up and up. So he probably only checks his Twitter like once a month when his fucking kids can help him figure it out. So thanks, douchebag. Anyways, Funny. I just didn't I didn't know it was going to turn out like that. My bad. Didn't mean to upset everyone. Literally just trying to tweet about my favorite show. OK, thank you. Thank you. If you could leave me alone. It was great content, though. And I actually did laugh like I'd be mad if I was average too. like, cool. What did you do? You looked at my Twitter and like looked at my picture or what? What's average about my Twitter profile? My blue check mark that you don't have. OK, bitch. <laughs> OK. Catch me outside. How about that? So anyways, um, let's just move on to the final order of business here. I am fucking pumped. So yesterday I followed the kitchen on Instagram. They posted that they're now taking reservations again. So I sent it to Brett, gave him a little DM, a little tap, 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 because I've been begging him to take me to the kitchen ever since he moved to Sacramento. When he moved to Sacramento, he came here with hella money because he sold a house. That money's gone. We spent it in like the year because we didn't have jobs. We went on trips. We did hella stuff. But during that time, I was like, take me to the kitchen. Um, but back then, like, I don't know, things were just different. Now we enjoy a nice dinner 
and like, you know, chilling or whatever. Our lifestyle speed of just this, our speed of life has just changed. Back then we were like, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Tahoe. Shot, 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 shot. We didn't want to spend money on like a whatever, $800 dinner or whatever it is. So Anyway, sent him the DM. He doesn't really check Instagram that often. So I was like, maybe he'll see it. Maybe he won't. So I'm in the middle of watching The Bachelor last night. And he's like, oh, my God, you'll never believe it. And I was like, what? And he's like hiding his phone. So I put it on pause. I was like, what's happening? And he got a reservation. And it had like eight minutes to check out with the credit card, which we had to pay half up front. So he was like, should I do it for our anniversary? So it's, he scheduled it for, booked it for our anniversary month. And so I was like, oh, my God, should we? It's a lot of money. And he was like, uh, you've always wanted to go. And I was like, oh, my God. So, um. Yeah, we ended up doing it. And I'm so excited. I like freaking cannot wait. I want to starve myself till then. So I'm so fucking hungry. I just cannot. I'm like so freaking excited. So excited. Got months to look forward to it. <sighs> I've been wanting to go forever. I want to get my makeup done. I want to get like a cute outfit. But then immediately afterwards, I think I said something or he, he was like interrupting me when I was trying to watch The Bachelor. So I had to pause it. I was like, what, Brad? I can't hear the TV. And he was like, oh, what? I'm, I'm taking you to the kitchen and you're being mean to me. I'm like, oh, great. I have to listen to this for the next freaking five months of my life. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I know my friend Courtney has been and she's given me like tips and tips and tricks on like what the drink situation's like because there's like wine tasting and there's also cocktails. You guys know how I feel about my cocktails. I'm just really excited. I've always wanted to go. Brett's actually been there. He did some work inside back before he worked where we work now. He worked at another company and he went there a few times and I was like, I can't believe that you've been inside and I've never been inside. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Also, I might be getting the milkshake tonight from Shake Shack. Yeah, I've never been to Shake Shack. Well, I guess I have the one in Chicago a really long time ago. But I'm going to hang out with my friend Kristen for a little bit tonight. And I, her boyfriend was recently in New York. And he got this like marshmallow graham, chacker, graham cracker milkshake. And I've been thinking about it ever since. And so I was supposed to hang out with her before. And I had to cancel. I mean, we've canceled on each other like three times. Actually, it's most, mostly me because I keep getting forced. So I texted her the other day. I was like, hey, when we finally hang out, can we get milkshakes? <laughs> gonna hang out um and watch the bachelor at like smicks a couple weeks ago but i mean it just hasn't worked out now i've watched the bachelor already i don't know if she has but i'd watch it again i'd watch it again all right guys follow me on instagram at what the chuck podcast um if you haven't left a review now's a great time to do so after i just gave you this stellar fucking episode um tell a friend tell a family member tell a co-worker and I'll see you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.